tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome, welcome to the Newsworthy. All the day's news in less than 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. Thank you so much for listening. Today, lawmakers roll back rules for banks. Three women make history, and lava reaches a power plant. Plus, Tesla, facial recognition, and the youngest winner of The Voice. All that and much more in less than 10 minutes. I'm Erica Mandy. Today is Wednesday, May 23rd. You ready? Let's do this. It may not work out at all, or maybe it'll get delayed. That's what President Trump is now saying about his historic meeting planned with North Korean's leader Kim Jong-un. For now, the meeting is supposed to happen on June 12th in Singapore. Fox News reports South Korean President Moon Jae-in is visiting the White House, and he stayed pretty positive about the meeting. But it's still a big question mark. The New York Times says President Trump is at this point shifting his tone a bit. He now seems at least a little more open about a more flexible, phased approach to North Korea getting rid of its nuclear weapons. Remember, it was just last week when Kim Jong-un threatened to cancel the meeting altogether if the U.S. demands didn't change. We're three weeks away at this point. Stay tuned. Lawmakers are rolling back the rules on all banks but the largest ones. Congress just passed a bill on this issue, and the president is expected to sign it into law. CNBC says it means fewer regional banks will deal with some of the government's strictest requirements. The feds instead will only keep an extra close eye on banks with at least $250 billion in assets. It changes a key provision of the Dodd-Frank Act. That's the law that was passed after the financial crisis in 2008. Critics say less oversight now could lead to another financial meltdown. But supporters say it's necessary to cut the red tape holding too many businesses back. Stacey Abrams just made history. She's now the first black woman ever to be a major party candidate in a race for governor in the U.S. She won Georgia's Democratic primary last night, and if she wins in November, she'll then be the first black female governor ever. Who won the primary on the Republican side in Georgia? Not sure yet. None of the GOP candidates got 50% of the votes, which means there will be a runoff in July. To be continued. The New York Stock Exchange has been around now for more than 200 years, and now, for the first time ever, a woman will lead the way. The Wall Street Journal says Stacey Cunningham will become president of the New York Stock Exchange. She starts her role on Friday this week, before she was chief operating officer. And by the way, the Nasdaq just named its first female CEO last November. Adina Friedman was the first woman to lead any major U.S. stock exchange. There's yet another new risk on the Big Island of Hawaii. The lava has reached a power plant. There was some concern there could be explosions or even hazardous gases released from the plant, but at least some good news for now. Hawaii News Now says officials plugged the wells on the site, and they think the risk of some major problems there is low. CNN explains this is a geothermal plant that produces electricity by bringing steam up from underground wells. They've never before had to deal with lava reaching those wells, and they hope it doesn't actually happen. The lava did come close, but at this point, it stopped. 
Other issues, though, are still happening. The lava is still causing explosions when it hits the ocean. The AP explains the hot lava and cool water can send fragments flying into the air that look like fireworks. And it releases lays, a toxic gas. All right, other things people may be talking about today. Several media outlets are saying the same thing, that Facebook's CEO had it pretty easy in front of EU regulators yesterday. Remember, Mark Zuckerberg testified in front of the European Union Parliament. He faced some tough questions and criticism, but the format of the hearing meant all the questions were rattled off at once. And Zuckerberg answered only at the end. And because of that, he was able to avoid answering some of the questions altogether. Instead, Bloomberg reports Zuckerberg repeated what he's been telling every audience, that he's sorry his company didn't do enough to stop fake news or foreign interference, and they'll work to do better. Tesla's CEO, Elon Musk, just confessed the Model 3 has a braking problem. Consumer Reports first called out Tesla's Model 3 in a Monday review. It found that when a driver hits the brakes at 60 miles per hour, it took 152 feet for the Model 3 to come to a stop. And Consumer Reports called that far worse than any contemporary car tested, and even seven feet longer than a full-size pickup truck. But with Elon Musk's tweet that said, yeah, looks like there's an issue, he also said it can be fixed in a few days with a firmware update. He even took that a step further to say Tesla won't stop until it's better than any comparable car. Consumer Reports did praise Tesla for dealing with this issue so quickly. Amazon has been trying to team up with police agencies all around the country and get them to use facial recognition technology. Civil rights organizations, though, like the ACLU, say it's a big privacy concern. The groups are worried that police will abuse the tech and use it to go after protesters, for example, or others that didn't really commit a crime. But an Amazon spokeswoman is saying, no, you have this all wrong, that it's general image recognition that can help automate the process of IDing people and objects. She says it's actually used by amusement parks to find lost children. Even the New York Times says in a report about this story that it uses the technology to identify people during news events like the royal wedding. Ars Technica explains the recognition service by Amazon Web Services can ID as many as 100 people in a single picture and compare it against databases with millions of faces. This debate is likely far from over. Her name is already next to a long list of accomplishments within the world of auto racing, and now Danica Patrick will become the first woman to host the biggest awards night in sports, the ESPYs. SB stands for Excellence in Sports Performance Yearly Award. Patrick got her own ESPY for the first time in 2005. Now it's another big year for Patrick. ESPN says she's retiring from auto racing after one more race this Memorial Day weekend. It'll be her final Indianapolis 500. And then... She'll go on to host the ESPYs in L.A. on July 18th. You'll probably be hearing a lot more of this name, Bryn Cartelli. She just became the youngest person to win on NBC's The Voice. She's just 15 years old and a freshman in high school. Her coach on the show was Kelly Clarkson, who won the very first season of American Idol back in 2002. This year's winner of American Idol, by the way, was also announced this week, 20-year-old Maddie Poppy. And that's it for now. Thanks so much again for listening. Please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate it if you go to thenewsworthy.com forward slash survey and take 30 seconds to fill out a small survey. 
Thank you in advance. If you do want to read more about any of the news stories mentioned in today's episode, I list all the links to all the articles I reference on today's show notes. Just go to thenewsworthy.com, click episodes, and find today's date. The Newsworthy is ready for you every weekday by 4 in the morning Eastern time, so I'll be back with more news tomorrow. Have a great day.